day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 10 of Shop Talk. We're covering season one, episode 10 called Flesh and Blood, or better known as the episode where Angela and Wesley first meet. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Jennifer. I'm joined by Carrie. Hi, guys. There was a lot going on in this episode. Like, besides for Wopez's first meeting, we saw Captain Anderson and Sergeant Gray go back on patrol for the day and just kind of all of the chaos that ensued there. And then Bishop and Bradford partnered up. So that was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like what our third hiatus episode, something like that. Yeah. Um, so there's not much news, but we do finally have new merch. I know. I've said like we've ha- we're having new merch soon. Like we finally have it. Four new designs dropped uh, yesterday, being Monday, and uh, T Public is running a sale on them. So check them out if you would like. Um, we have some like funny designs up there, uh, and mm-hmm. we'll be getting more soon. So, and then the rookie rewatch event was a lot of fun over the weekend. Um, I know I was live tweeting from our Twitter account on Saturday yeah. night. So. It was fun. Um, the Twitter account that's setting it up is doing like trivia and giveaways for like the winners, um, obviously. And they're giving away like rookie swag. So you can kind of join in and, you know, just have, have some fun with that. Um, but yeah, if you missed it this past weekend, make sure to join it next weekend because they're covering two episodes in one day and it's like an encore. So there's two like viewings of it. And then two episodes another like that Sunday so it'll be like four episodes of the rookie so check it out um so without any further ado I think we should get started on the episode um so we'll start with the Lopez and Westlow we're kind of like roping Jackson in because he had storylines in this episode like he had some dialogue and stuff but it wasn't enough to like put it off with its own if that makes sense so so we'll kind of start with them but um you know like we see everyone's at roll call and you know captain anderson comes out and everyone's kind of just a little confused of like why is she in her patrol gear so you know jackson speaks up and says he would love to ride with her but she kind of shuts him down and says she's riding with officer chen and i don't know about you but like i I don't know. I just, I love seeing Officer Chen and Anderson and Anderson kind of like, you know, just standing in front of the rookies and the TOs, like, because everyone looks up to her. Um, But Nolan tells Gray that he'd be honored if Gray rode with Officer West. And like, (laughs) some, like, he's just so like shy. He's like, I'd be honored if you rode with Officer West. Like, please don't ride with me. And I think Nolan knew like deep down, he was like, shit. I'm getting him, aren't I? Yeah, it was so funny. Oh my god, yeah. I laugh all the time at that. And this sass in this episode was just too good. I mean, too good. But you know, I mean, then we see kind of that. That just starts us off, like all like across the board. We know that this episode is going to be good because we have you know Gray and Anderson going back out on the patrol. So then, you know, we see Jackson ask Angela why, like in the roll up, he asks, why do you think that, you know, John, John and Lucy were picked to ride with the higher level officers? And she just quips back and she's like, two words, body odor. Like, Mm -hmm. that's it. And he's all been out of shape over it, thinking, you know, she's playing favorites. And Angela says, do you really think that Nolan is Grace's favorite though? No. So don't worry too much about it. Like, you know, it's fine um but I don't know I thought of it as like well okay Jackson is like a legacy cop right like his dad was on is on the force and all that so maybe the higher-ups are just wanting to see you know how Nolan and Chen are like on the field and if they can like take care of themselves and you know whereas they probably think like oh well West has it kind of down he knows what to look for I mean that's not to say that he shouldn't ride with one of the higher ups at some point but you know I mean I figured oh well Jackson you know has he not experienced but he kind of knows what it's like to be a cop already just from his dad so 
Yeah. Well, and I feel like they, like, Gray and um, Anderson don't, like, never found out about him, you know, freezing up in the earlier episodes. So it's like, I mean, yes, like, you know, Tim now knew about it and um, Angela did, obviously. But, like, now that he's gotten past it, I think it's just like, okay, it's like, for the current moment anyway in season one, like, smoother sailing for Jackson. So he doesn't really need the, like, extra kind of yeah like at this point anderson and gray don't they they think that he's just as good of a cop as the other two which he is minus the freezing up when shooting is done so um but then you know like angela's phone keeps ringing and we find out that her mom keeps calling her wanting her to know wanting to know if she's bringing a date to her brother's wedding and angela just says you know like if i don't bring a date it opens up another can of worms like and her mom will try and set her up with the best man and she smells she says who smells like kitty litter what is with her and like her smells like we have the body odor now the kitty litter i don't know it's just fun it's fun to watch um but you know jackson like continues to get into his head about why anderson turned turned him down for help and you know as angela and like he's just he keeps talking to her about it and angela's just she's kind of like dude give it a rest like you'll get picked another day um but as they're sitting on the patio for lunch they hear a man call out for help and he's running so angela stops and tells him to calm down and the guy who called for help is like getting his briefcase stolen um but you know like he was all pissed because jackson and angela let him get away you know by talking to who we know it's wesley um but you know wesley and angela get into like a somewhat heated standoff i mean they're both sassy and short with each other and jackson's just watching like trying to figure out the situation um but we find out that wesley is a lawyer and his depositions are being stolen um so it was it was just interesting to watch um but then you know like jackson like later on in the episode we see them kind of following uh wesley's briefcase because he has a tracker on it and jackson asks him you know what's in the briefcase and why are your depositions handwritten uh and wesley just says it's so that like you know i i don't trust the cloud um but they find the briefcase and the guy um who like like throws down and he starts to run but angela ends up tackling him being her badass self uh, and Wesley tells her to like take it easy, you know, because she's kind of like being rough with the suspect, um, as she should in a way, because like he stole someone's property, but yet, like, she didn't have to be that rough, you know? Yeah. Uh, but then she just, you know, kind of sasses back to Wesley and says, What? You should be thanking me right now. Like, you know, I'm getting, I'm taking this guy in for you. But Wesley starts talking law and being all lawyer in the situation and, you know, says, like, you need to read him his rights. Like, you know, he even <laughs> tells the suspect to, like, not say a word until he is a lawyer. But well, it was just funny because, like, he was just, um, when he asked her if she was going to read him his rights, she was like, I would if you'd shut up for a second. Like, she was so done with him already. She was she was it was it was funny to watch because like now knowing where they stand I was like oh my god they they were like a little babies here yeah and their first meeting like I don't I wonder if like he had previously been to where like their district is you know because it looks like they were having like a lunch with other buildings around them so does he work in one of those buildings well like he well okay I don't know if it's like worked into the actual storyline but like earlier like a few episodes prior to this one Wesley was Isabel's attorney yeah so like he had been inside the district building before but I don't like he doesn't interact with anyone else because like I wonder if like in the white space somewhere if they met (laughs) or like or if she had to go to court for like you know some like arraignment or whatever if they had met there or she had pissed him off or he had pissed her off and then they just like crossed paths again i don't know i would be very interested to know though like i just want to see wesley's office yeah 
Like that would yeah. be cool to see. Because he said it was like above an Ethiopian restaurant. Yep. Yeah. Um, but you know, then like Jackson after Angela cuffs the suspect, Jackson takes him. And, you know, they walk away, but they still have eyes on Angela and Wesley, who have another heated standoff. I mean, the tension between these two, like sexual tension. I mean, come on. It's just, it's too good. It's too good. And, it's just so you know, funny. even the like, suspect points it out. Like, uh-huh. everyone sees it. But, you know, like, they have no concept of personal space. And the suspect tells Jackson, they really dig each other. Jackson just replies, like, what? what do you mean and he says look how close they're standing my ex and I you know had that all the time um but yeah it was it was just really cute to see that I mean I liked the first scene that we saw of them together but that scene I was like that's probably my favorite yeah I don't know I always wonder just because I'm like a tv nerd in a way of like how actors like do that because you can only hear like some of what they're saying so like yeah do they actually just say like random stuff to each other the other time because all you hear from Angela is like and I want to slap you like yeah. or whatever and then like you hear Wesley I think saying something about like why is he explaining due process to her or something yeah. and like that's the only two like little phrases that we hear so like do they actually have to keep talking or is it just a? Uh, I don't know I don't know I always wonder that it's all of these little things that I wonder um but you know they go back to the district and Wesley's there with you know Westlow and tells the suspect again not to say anything Angela confronts Wesley thinking that he's doing all that to like mess with them um you know like just saying you know don't don't do anything without a lawyer like you know I'm you know I'm doing all of this but you know he reiterates that the theft is the that the theft of his briefcase and the use of force she used to apprehend him are two separate events and that they both have rights so he kind of put her in her place there but again Lopez is just they're so cute um but they're interrupted when Jackson and Angela see Captain Anderson and Chen come in uh and we'll get to that later um but you know we just we had to bring that up because like everyone's kind of in the same room um Angela's you know kind of walking out of the district at the end of the episode to go home and she sees Wesley sitting in the lobby and she just automatically assumes that he has another complaint that he's there to file another complaint um which I must add that her hair and her outfit are like goals here yes so good all of their off-duty outfits are good Mm -hmm. um but you know Wesley just says like his tenacity clouded his judgment and he apologized he he wants to apologize to Angela for how he was with her you know he thanks her for getting his briefcase back and then he also asks if he can take her to dinner um this little interaction I know that I said that the other one was probably my favorite but like this one was really good (laughs) it was just so cute but um you know she asks him like if he owns a nice suit and she she kind of looks him up and down not as blatantly as tim did to lucy though <laughs> like i, I noticed that, that. <laughs> um but you know when he responds he you know he kind of points out like this is my nice suit and she's like no a nice suit like she like pronunciates nice um and she says she needs a date for her brother's wedding next saturday and wesley just says you know that's bold for a first date and she says, well, maybe we, maybe it should be our second date. So then she proposes drinks and he agrees. So they go to drinks and dinner, right? Like they have drinks with their dinner. Uh, or is the wedding like the third date? Like I need to know all of this. Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like drinks were, were their first date and then. Yeah. No, maybe it led to more and they just had dinner or something. Yeah. I don't know, but I need to know all of it. I need to see a Lopez date night, like yeah. season four. Uh-huh. Once they're married, oh my gosh, imagine that. Imagine how cute that would be. That'd be so cute. And then they can have um, any one of the other characters babysit. 
while they go out. That would be hilarious. Could you Jackson imagine? needs to babysit. Yeah. I feel like Jackson, we don't see enough of him. Yeah. Like, I I mean, we see him, but, and he has like his own storylines, but I feel like we definitely need to see more of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we had kind of asked our listeners, you know, like, what are their thoughts on Wopez? So we did get quite a few. And Maggie said, I love them because they aren't afraid to call each other out, even if they get mad at each other as a result sometimes, because even then they argue a bit, work through whatever, and then go back to being the cutest, most adorable canon couple ever. They really do. I mean, Chemford's not canon yet, so I'm glad that we have at least one canon couple Yeah, that has stuck around. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, John's, John's love interests, like, yeah. have been and there while, the like, season. Yeah, and well, like, while we know that obviously, like, Sergeant Gray and um, his wife Luna are married, but like, we don't, but see we them don't see them no as regularly. So, um, yeah. and then Cephaloctopus on Twitter, um, said they, they work so hard to meet each other in the middle when they're both strongly opinionated. It doesn't always work, but they keep trying because they love each other and relationships take work. That's beautifully said. Nope. Rachel said I love the fact that they work because they're so different they are they are very different and like she is very strong like strong-willed I guess you could say and like um opinionated and he he is too but like he also just goes with the flow with her yeah like remember in the season four episode when you know she was like I or he said you know I didn't know that you were so superstitious like okay, he he yeah. just goes with it um but then you know carrie renee on twitter also said uh it's because it shows that even though opposites tracked it can also be a good way for the tough gal to soften up that's interesting yeah we we've seen her soften up a little bit with him i would like to see more of it in season four yeah and i good. think when i think when they have kids it'll be different like when they have their baby mm-hmm yeah maternal Angela I'm here for it yeah um also like I am saying that she will have that baby because I'm not putting negative energy out into the universe like she has to have the baby yeah and they have to get married yeah have to that wedding has to be finished you guys like it has to be I don't even need to see anything else like I don't need to see a reception or anything I just need to see the vows being said that's it but that's it on Wopez. I mean, after this, like Wopez is canon. So yeah. Um, so next we had uh Sergeant Gray and Nolan. Um, they are they're eventually paired up um for this episode, but the episode first starts off with uh John's going to pick up his son Henry at the airport. Um he drops his phone as he's getting out, and then he's like yes, I got the, you know, like he picks up his phone. He's all happy about that. And then he's like, no, because he locked his keys in his truck. And so when he tries to get it, when he tries to get back into his truck using a hanger, um, an airport cop stops him. And he tries to explain that one, this is his truck. And two, he's a cop as well. He has a few months on the job. Um, The airport cop that he's talking to is like you're a rookie as if he doesn't believe him and John just is like yeah and unfortunately the airport cop says now I know you're lying so he is uh ordered to get down on the ground and he's in the middle of being uh arrested or handcuffed I suppose and of course Henry is just now coming over and then cue the theme song so that's how Henry is like welcomed uh to LA because it's the first time we see him uh come and visit his dad so we cut to roll call after that um and like Jennifer had mentioned Sergeant Gray with all his sasses is like that's cute Officer Nolan but you know my heart belongs to you when it comes to uh them getting paired up together um 
and while they're paired up their kids are also kind of paired up because like when they like I guess before I guess I should have reordered that differently um but beforehand before roll call um Lucy and Jackson follow Henry on social media so like they all kind of met in the um like front in the lobby yeah in the lobby like by the front desk um and it was just funny because John was like why didn't you tell me you guys follow my son on the insta thing like really insta thing insta thing like I can't um and then just like the way that they like were like yeah dad you know like they like make fun of him being a dad and then I'm just like I couldn't deal with it though because I was like he and Lucy were a thing like wow like I am reminded of their age difference and it it was so cringy it was so I was just I don't know if anyone else like just automatically goes there but I was just like wow okay yeah well I think about it I think about it as like okay Lucy's probably what 27 28 at some point in the show she says her age yeah so Henry is like maybe 18 there because he's college maybe 19 at most Mm -hmm. So they're like nine years apart. Like, yeah, they're closer in age than John and Lucy were. Yeah, it's just um, yeah. But um, like I had said earlier, Henry's in LA to visit his dad. Um, and then Dominique, who is Sergeant Gray's daughter, actually shows up and is there to intern. Um, speaking of them, like people being closer in age, like they're only yeah. about what a year apart because Dominique's yeah. A senior in high school which I thoroughly enjoy that Sergeant Gray like has to emphasize that as if like Henry's gonna like you know make a move or do yeah. something dumb like dude calm down um but yeah so Dominique's a senior in high school Henry's in his first year of college um so they kind of Dominique offers to like show Henry around and whatnot so they can all like you know hang out and go to lunch later or whatever and mm-hmm. um Gray's just kind of like okay sure like he doesn't really have the um like time or space to argue with his daughter over it like it would just make things super awkward yeah if they got into a disagreement so he was just like yeah sure okay fine um so they're off to go on patrol john and wade are and they're not even they aren't even at their first stop yet and they're already being hilarious because like Nolan being the I don't know like because Jackson's like the overachiever but like Nolan like he always is just asking questions like wanting to learn things so he's like you want to quiz me on procedure and Gray just looks at him he's like do I look like a game show host to you like I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that before um in one of these episodes because I was watching yeah. this episode at some other point in time but oh my gosh <laughs> it just absolutely kills me like Richard the way that you delivered that line sir if you ever listen to this like perfection thank you for that the way that he just like looked over at Nolan like you've got to fucking be kidding me right now yeah like, like he was just so annoyed with it he's like why did I do this why did I do this <laughs> like who do you think I I am like no yeah. But I'm, so, I don't know. I found it interesting that like no one was driving. I mean, he drives with Talia anyway, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how they decide, like, not, not just for the show, but like, you know, who is driving? Like, who is it the rookie or is it the TL? Or yeah. if they're both P2s, like, who drives? I don't know. Yeah. I, I just like, I want to know every little part of this. So, yeah. Um, and so their first stop, they see a car that's um, kind of, well, when they see a car, um, Gray asks what is Nolan's PC as in probable cause to make a stop. Um, and Nolan's like, we'll take your pick. They're, you know, they're swerving all over the place. They have a tail light out. Um, can't remember what the third one is off the top of my head, but it was something, some other minor like expired plates or something. Yeah. Something like something that. Like that. Um, and so he you know they pull over the car and poor Nolan oh my god he is trying to park and he and Gray's like officer Nolan how far how close are you supposed to park to a suspect's vehicle like one car length sir and so he's backing up and then he's like he he goes too too far far back and then he's like yeah okay I want to 
do this and like he's like looking around trying to correct it and just oh my gosh if that's not me like trying to like parallel park though in like the same kind of way like I always have to like make 3,000 adjustments it's ridiculous so I it was just funny the way that the camera like got it yeah like it went with them yeah Yeah. it was oh my god it was so funny and then um he he finally is like I think done parking Gray's like if you're happy with it then yeah (laughs) Yeah, I was just gonna say he's like well if you're happy with it because he's like shouldn't I be like, and then he, Nolan like starts down himself and Gray's like well I'm getting out so yeah you know leaves him there is great I want to take a driving class with Sergeant Gray because I feel like it would just be non-stop like laughter oh my god that'd be absolutely hilarious um so anyway yes they eventually they're both getting out of the car um they stop it's an elderly well she's not even really like that old really but I mean an older no. um and Nolan's super nice like helps her out of the car um literally gives her or does he give her his arm or does she just take his arm yes uh he like holds out his arm to her to take um walks over to the sidewalk on the other side and um he's you know like just talking to her everything's like you know la-di-da seems to be going fine and then Gray notices that there's someone else in the back seat that's buried underneath all of that, like all the stuff. junk. Yeah, yeah, that the woman has. Um, Nolan asks the guy to get out, and the lady gets very like weird about it, and is like, "Don't say anything." Um, in terms of his name and date of birth, which is like information they're required to yeah. give if an officer asks for it, and. Um, before they like either Gray or Nolan can figure out what the heck is going on, um, oh, again, poor John gets hit right where it hurts by that woman, and just he just goes down. Um, and I mean, Gray's like quick on the draw though with his gun though, because the guy like yeah. and the lady don't even get like two steps, and he's just like, nope. Well, the guy was super tall, so like he could have ran really fast. I'm sure. Yeah, he was freakishly tall yeah um and i don't know if you caught it but um gray like after he's done cuffing the um son or whoever the guy was in relation to that lady um he was like you too grandma (laughs) like he he was like okay nope um and then uh gray is just like how you doing officer nolan he just gives him a thumbs up yeah he's like I'm good yeah he's great Um, yeah and so I think yeah it was I forgot to put this in my notes but like after that call the next time we see them there's like a brief little moment where they have like to talk um outside the or in like the roll-up bay I guess yeah um and they're just like they're discussing like you know the call and like what happened and judging by how that call went for Nolan Gray thinks that he should stop inquiring about his personal life and like why he's doing things or you know all of the above and focus on on the job and so Nolan kind of attempts to shut up at least for the time being again gray is like i'm not telling you a single thing about my personal life like you've already met my daughter that's enough yeah yeah um and so on their second call they're called to an apartment um nolan does convince gray that you know only because social the social aspect of policing is an important uh learning tool for him yeah so that gray can open up about how to balance the job and like his family and um he talks about what he can he doesn't like gray doesn't like to linger too much about it because it's a lot for people to handle Mm -hmm. at times and um so they um walk up to the door nolan isn't he's nolan's not saying that gray can't kick in a door but that's what gray is like assuming that he thinks yeah and it's just funny because like we see gray give it like his best go the first time nothing happens yeah like he's like just gives Nolan a look like 
don't say anything I'm not done yet and then takes a few more steps back and then gives it a another yeah. kick and it goes down the way um, that the camera got it like after the door flung open mm-hmm. and you know like you saw gray on the other side like it was it was a little eerie it was like oh I would not want him to be like at my door like that but it was it was a cool shot yeah no it was for sure um and they once they enter the apartment they find two I, I wrote seemingly dead because when they go to check their pulses, the men actually like jump up and attack them. Yeah. Like how insane is that? That's just nuts. Yeah. Um, and they end up fighting them off. Um, I feel like the gun that was on the one guy that Nolan was fighting, like went off or like was trying to go off or something. Cause I remember hearing a gunshot. Yeah. Um, and then gray, like, flipped the guy that was fighting him over his shoulder and like onto the table yeah to get him down which was cool um so they're you know they cuff them arrest them um everything's you know like by all accounts like okay um yeah they go back to the station though they have you know their clothes are torn there's blood on them um unfortunately henry and dominique see that and like the exchange of looks that their kids have with their parents is like pretty uh like says a lot yeah and so obviously they're like okay we have to go you know talk to them because their kids they're worried about them being on patrol like getting injured yeah and all of that um henry acknowledges that he you know chose to go away to college um but that John was the one that moved across country to start a new job and like a new life in Los Angeles. Do we know where Henry is going to college at? Like East Coast? I I'm assuming. I thought it was the East Coast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming because that's where they're from. Maybe yeah. like Pens- I don't know, something. I thought that it was said, but maybe not. Oh my gosh, if it was, I did not catch it. Yeah um i feel like it's a state school though in pennsylvania like yeah penn state or upenn or something yeah um but anyway yeah so like but obviously like they're you know the whole point of that conversation being like henry obviously knows that he went away to school but that his dad's even you know like took it one step further and moved across country so they're like really separated um and then as far as Dominique and uh, Gray's conversation goes, like she knows that her mom worries and she also worries about her dad going back out on patrol, especially after he got shot, um, which earlier in the episode, Dominique had mentioned to Henry that her dad was shot when, he, when she was in middle school. And um, it was previously mentioned by Gray um in episode two with Bradford like the so you got shot um scenario Mm -hmm. and so they kind of come to an understanding with both of their kids um and of course later they bond over how it was easier to like talk to them when they were younger yeah um and Gray turns to Nolan as they're driving around in the shop and he's like let this be our one and only heart-to-heart moment like he (laughs) he's just not having it he's just like no okay we're good he wants uh, to have like as little interaction and like personal conversation with no one as possible yeah yeah it's hilarious yeah it's so funny um their next call is a gas leak they just had like a lot of calls like i enjoyed this episode yeah. because of the variety of calls that like every yeah. pair kind of took yeah um so they well i wrote mask up but they actually use uh blue like rags of some yeah. kind and um it was kind of not funny but like no one was like well what would your wife say if you were like going into this house and he's just like give me the damn rag like he just doesn't have time for it he's just yeah. like let's go um and so they managed to get everyone out after making a couple rounds um in the house except the second time Nolan's inside and then comes out, he asks around if the second officer, meaning Gray, if he came out and no one had seen him. Yeah. So Nolan had to go back in, Gray's down, not moving. 
Um, he tries to pick him up uh, with the rug that Gray is like laying on. Can't yeah. do that. Doesn't work. Um, it so was an interesting of, try, though. Yeah. No, it was. Um, and so Nolan's kind of like. I don't know, because, like, the way the camera was angled, I couldn't tell if, like, no one, like, helped him stand up or if, like, Greg kind of magically just got to his feet somehow or just kind of, like, pulling him up. I, I think don't know. he, like, but... came too. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so no one um, helps him out of the house. I noticed, like, it's kind of just random, but, like, no one calls him Buddy. Yeah, I noticed like, when that, he's too. trying to um, wake him up. Uh-huh. And it's not, like, the first time he's used that phrase when referring to someone in this episode specifically really um, i didn't know yeah any he, other see now that i wrote it i wrote this yesterday this is why i don't oh my gosh i really should have like better prepared um it was either something with henry or it was during their first like first call oh yeah i can't remember but i know like i know for a fact that he said it now that you say that it was probably with henry that i I can see more so like with gray i I found it kind of a little like shocking because i was like hmm but i figured maybe it was just like heated the moment Mm -hmm. i don't know but i would assume i i feel like maybe it was with henry now that you say that I think it was. I really like wish. in the beginning or at the end or something. He had said like "bud" or "buddy" or something. Yeah. Um. But like, it's not really utilized like a lot after or like before this episode, at least yeah. not that I knew of. So I just, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of. Do you think it was the Nathan thing then that was like put in? Well, maybe I don't know. Could have been. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um. So like at least for this storyline anyway towards the end of the episode um we have john's talking to henry again um gray is talking to his daughter dominique and we see gray and dominique first um gray tells her that he's okay and she will help him talk to her mom his wife about what happened today on patrol if she gets to drive and he helps her talk yeah. to Luna about uh, Dominique's biology grade. So there's like a little, um, you know, exchange of um, words and favors between them. And so that's kind of where we end off with them. Their outfits yeah. too were like kind of coordinated and like yeah. cute, like cute little good job wardrobe i mean everyone's outfits when they're off duty are just so good Mm -hmm. yeah um and then so we see nolan um is talking to henry back at his uh the guest house place that he's staying at um and he says that even though he loves his job he loves henry more and would give up the job in a heartbeat if henry wanted him to yeah um henry says he shouldn't do that but that they should like establish some kind of well he says safe word and and john's like how do you know about safe words like do you really want to know no um but they do establish some kind of word to text each other to let them know that they're okay and it's um turducken which was apparently the thanksgiving dish gone awry or something I thought it was interesting that like they felt like they needed a different word than just like I'm okay or you know like I'm home safe and yeah. something, something like that but I mean it was a nice little callback to the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. nice way to like wrap things up yeah for sure so yeah so that was it for for um Gray, Gray and Nolan and the kids yeah <laughs> Sounds like a couple or something. I know, as soon as I said that, I was like, "Oh." I mean, it's an interesting partnership that I want to see more of, though. It really is, yeah. Like even when Nolan's not a rookie, like at some point, I want to see them out on patrol or something together. Yeah, but that could definitely be a season four thing. Yeah. 
so now we have Anderson and Chen um and you know we saw like Captain Anderson walked into roll call like in uniform and you know she's going back down to patrol while this entire like scene was happening with Anderson walking back in and like talking and everything I noticed that there was like a little glimmer in Lucy's eye when she was talking like she definitely admires her and looks up to her maybe because she's a woman like in high in a higher position yeah I don't know I just noticed it and thought it was like so cute um but you know like we find out Anderson and Chen are gonna be partnered up leaving Tim oh so sad we all know that um (laughs) But, uh, you know, Anderson and Chen roll up on a call and she speaks Farsi to understand the fighting couple because they're like in the middle of a divorce and, you know, he doesn't want to end things, but she kind of, you know, she's done with him. So we see the guy kind of run up the steps and lock himself into the bedroom and the the ex-wife or current wife, soon to be ex uh says you know he has a gun in there like you know and he's locked it so you know what what's gonna happen and then we hear a gunshot and he shot himself so the emts are at the location now and you know they're kind of taking care of business while anderson is talking to the woman in a comforting tone like in english but i i feel like some farsi was also like kind of roped in there as well um but you know during this scene and throughout like the rest of anderson's storyline in this episode we find out more about her so in this particular scene we find out that she was once married and is now divorced you know um but like i don't know i just found it so like comforting when she was talking to her in a soothing tone because I mean, she didn't have to. Like, she de- she did because she wanted to, and she related to this woman. Um, but, you know, we saw backup arrives at the scene, and I, Lucy, like, put out the call that they were all good or something, but backup still arrived, which meant Jackson. We didn't see Angela, did we? No, not in that particular. But, I mean, we, we assumed that they were together. Um but you know Angela or Anderson says you know everyone can get back out there on the streets like they're good and Jackson is again just feeling like kind of let down and just kind of he's like a puppy with the tail in between his legs like okay I'll go and walk away now like you know you don't want me around so um but then you know like that once they have that scene kind of taken care of we see Anderson and uh Chen roll up on another scene and there's two guys arguing about a parking spot. Like, I'm assuming it was in the street, but like the way that one car was pulled up, it looked like it was on a driveway, something like that. Um, but, you know, one of the guys, like, it gets into a heated battle. And one of the guys goes to punch the other, but he ducks and instead hits Anderson in the face. Yeah. And, you know, like, Lucy is quick on her feet, man. Like, she is taken him down she cuffs him takes him to the car everything like that and it was all over a parking spot like one guy you know had just gotten a birthday cake because it was his kid's birthday and the other guy was having you know a big party or whatever um but you know Chen and Anderson arrived back at the district and again we learned more about Anderson so she was in the Marine Corps the military police and that's where she learned to speak Farsi so she also did a year with the Pentagon police in the criminal investigation directory, uh, like unit. Um, and then she moved back home and joined the LAPD and moved up quickly because of her experience. So she never really did time out in the field. And that's why she's on patrol for this episode. Um, cause she kind of wants to like, like kind of see what the cops go through, uh, you know firsthand and she said that she does it like once a year or so like just to kind of get back to those roots but you know people don't see her as a cop they only see her as a boss like you know because she she's one of the higher ups so you know they don't think about the experience that she's possibly had whether it was with the LAPD or somewhere else 
So Lucy is impressed and tells Anderson that, you know, she should tell more people that because they wouldn't feel the need to rush to her aid. Um, you know, like even though she has things covered. And I don't know, I just was like, that's interesting. Like, I mean, I get it. I get why she would say that. But I was like, Lucy, Jackson was the one that like rushed to her aid. So I mean, don't put down that sweet baby like that. But um, yeah, so then Anderson tells Chen, like Lucy, you know, you don't tell people you're a badass officer, Chen. You just got to show them. And I loved that. It was like, yeah, you know, favorite line. Yeah. Like, who says that you have to tell anyone anything? Like, just do your job and do, you know, do your best and go with that. So, especially like women in, I know Melissa had mentioned it in an interview, like when the show first started, they're like, portraying women in a male dominated field and so like I feel like they like might feel like they have to like remind yeah. people like hey we're you know just as tough as yeah. them but like she said just gotta show them yep so. but you know like Captain Anderson and Chen bring in their suspect and everyone sees that Angela or anderson has a black eye and of course everyone's questioning it even jackson he kind of like steps off to the side and talks to lucy like how did she get that and poor lucy was like i ducked yeah (laughs) like oh my gosh um but you know when lucy like after a little bit lucy offers to that they can save the district like you know she has paperwork she has to catch up on anderson has to get like uh an update on reports and you know anderson says i've made a practice of finishing what i started after watching this like and watching the entire series i was like that's the tim and anderson parallel i didn't even think about that but yeah and they both said it to lucy Hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. like i don't know does it because to me kind of like when when she says that I'm kind of like, Lucy, are you trying to get out of, like, finishing out your shift patrolling? Or well, are she you just... just feels bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like she blames herself for if she hadn't a like, duck, for ducking. she could have taken the bunch. Yeah. As opposed to the captain. But. Um, and it's then... Okay, Lucy. Yeah. But, I don't know, I just found it inter- interesting that it was a parallel, and then they both said it to Lucy. Yeah. So, well, and I feel like well, I'm going to make myself sad when I say this, but, like, because, like, you know, at the end of the episode, which I know you'll mention, like, what they talk about and stuff and how, um, like, Anderson doesn't get to finish what she started, though. Like, she and Lucy don't have any more shit Must you? Together. I'm sorry. I Must you? Know. Well, because she was so, like, her, um, Mercedes Mason, like, her face when she delivered that yeah. line was just, like, a not like a smirk but just like a knowing like like you a know like girl off. power yeah like yeah. we got this kind of thing and like they don't oh they don't have that anymore i'm really sad i pretend i do i did not just hear that i know i'm sorry um <laughs> all right we we have to okay I'm sorry um but you know as anderson is giving updated reports a guy walks up to her and is like suspicious just kind of asking her about prison sentencing and she talks to the guy again in a calm manner like she's very calm demeanor Mm -hmm. um and she says you know like she knows he's not good um you know she can just kind of like see it in his face even in his body language and stuff um but you know he's like asking her you know what how like what can i do to get in there and stay in there um But, you know, when she kind of doesn't really answer, he takes a woman hostage and holds a gun to her. And Anderson, like, goes to pull out her gun and realizes that she doesn't have it. It's locked up, like, where their shop is. Um, And so it was interesting because she told him, like, you know, have you ever, like, held a gun and worked a gun before? Because you have your safety lock on. And so then, you know, like, everyone kind of works together to kind of take down the guy jackson and angela come in for backup and you know chen 
gets the gun and she looks at it and you know she's like whoa this is a glock like you know you were so there's no external safety anderson charged a live weapon and it, there's just so much going on at that point mm-hmm. but you know then like tim kind of comes back and he's just like what the hell just happened here yeah. and oh my god it was just so funny the way that everyone like reacted to him walking in and we'll get more to that later yeah. like because he had a little conundrum himself but then <laughs> like he just rolls his eyes and just walks away yeah like this the sass that that man holds like <laughs> i love it i aspire to be that sassy um but you know at the end of the episode we see anderson is working on paperwork and holding an ice pack to her eye and lucy walks in you know just saying like i really appreciated working with you today like you know um i learned a lot and all that and you know uh lucy thinks that she let anderson down so she apologizes in the sweet soft lucy way um you know just by like letting her get punched and all that and we find out that anderson was impressed by lucy um and while she does have a lot to learn anderson is proud to have lucy chen under her command yeah i just realized that's another tim parallel too yeah because it is officer chen impressed me you know with her decisions and it is lucy i mean lucy so when i was doing the rewatch like lucy was uh like dubbed as the hot shot and she kind of is still like she never outgrew that like she's still kind of the hot shot i mean she gets things done and she impresses the right people um Mm -hmm. but i and she almost she doesn't really go about it in like a cocky way um she really but she's she's really confident Yeah. yeah like she's humble but when she has those moments she's very confident in herself yeah so yeah so that was that on Anderson and Chen. And I'm just sad that we like won't get to see any more of them. I know. I'm sad too. We need another like female like higher up to kind of come in and like, you know, work with Lucy. I would love to see like, you know, um, similar storylines with Lucy, but also like Angela and Nyla too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I kind of feel like, speaking of Nyla, that, like, she kind of takes Lucy under her wing in yeah. a similar way that Anderson had started to do anyway. Yeah. Um, In season one. And so, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, no, I agree. It would be kind of cool to see a, a female higher up again. Yeah. Like a guest arc, maybe, or something, if they can't get yeah. a full character. Because um, they haven't had another captain well they have that interim one for like yeah. two episodes uh at the end of the season but that didn't last so yeah yeah um so the last pair for this episode anyway is um the two tos whose rookies are paired up with the higher up so we have um talia bishop and tim bradford are paired up because like we said nolan was with gray and chen was with anderson we needed more of this duo together yeah and we we did did not get that so i'm sad but i mean like we learned quite a bit um about well at least like their past um interactions together in this episode which i thought was interesting um neither of them (laughs) get their gear um like their war bags or guns or anything like that um and I just thought it was like the camera angles that they had were like cool because it was like half and half so you could each see it yeah. from a perspective. Um, yeah, like Tim and Talia weren't like centered in the shot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so he was like, You didn't get the gear, and she was like, Neither did you. Um and we find out that Talia was Tim's rookie back in the day for a couple weeks. Um and so since neither of them got the gear, um, they're at a bit of an impasse. Tim pauses, says he has an idea. Oh, um, Tim. <laughs> oh, Tim. Yeah. Someone said it on Twitter. They were like, Timothy, 
I'm about to slap you or something. Not not in relation to this episode. No, but, but I'm just gonna else. start yeah. saying like, oh Timothy now. Yeah, I was like, that's perfect for that. Um, because he has the idea of having little teeny tiny Lucy get their gear too. Like she she's falls so for it. Yeah. Like she's so small with all of it though. Like she has like the two like there's two bags per set already. And then you have the two yeah. um rifles or AR fifty whatever the heck they are, like, the long gun. My girl had like double, like quadruple yeah. the amount of stuff that she needed to. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um and yeah, and so um she's like ready to go. Um Anderson comes back and is like, what is what is happening like what is going on um and she was like well um officer bradford wanted me to get their shop set up too um and so he's just like not having it um so she I can, was like i can totally see tim like telling lucy and she's like okay like you yeah, know like, cause she's she, so cute about it she doesn't want to like you know make him mad or like seem like she's incapable oh, heck no. of doing that nope um yeah, and so uh, Zoe calls in the back and she's like, um, Bradford Bishop, get in here. Um, and she is telling them that Officer Chen is my boot today. Is that understood? And they're like, yes, ma'am. So, um, yeah, they have to go get their own gear. So, ha, ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> and, like, I just noticed when, like, Tim went to go get the war bag from Lucy, she, like, there was just, like, the tiniest, littlest um like she like handed it to him yeah but there was like a tiniest hint of a smile or like small thing and he didn't like roll his eyes but it looked like he was going to you know like the emoji with like the straight line across the mouth like yeah that was tim's response to lucy's face like i don't know if that was just like a melissa and eric thing or like whatever if it was like an undertone for the scene but it was just kind of funny like yeah yeah like for once tim has to be like kind of the um boot in a way and like get all the gear yeah um that was just kind of funny um but talia and tim their first or well their first and only call um of this episode anyway uh they have to go investigate a suspicious noise or like there's a person in the basement of this complex and they are arguing the whole way there um well we don't see them actually like in the shop we see them as soon as they arrive there they're arguing over who should be contact which is like the first person to speak yeah. to whoever um like called the police um then who should be cover in case you know said person has a gun or something and wants yeah. to like fire at them um and then so they're like they're still arguing over it they think that they've come to a decision like you know tim's like i'll be contact and tally's like you know no i'll be contact switches over she's like don't do me any favors about being her cover so like they they thought that they had figured it out so they both start talking at the same time that's not helpful to anyone no um (laughs) and i just thought it was funny um that talia i'm sure like had a not a speech but like a you know thing that they're supposed to say to people but yeah. she was just like oh what's the problem like she was so like exasperated after the whole entire thing with tim she yeah. was just like okay can someone just tell me what the heck is going on so we can get out of here yeah um their arguing is not done yet though because on their way down they don't even make it through the freaking door of the basement and they're already still arguing about who should like breach who should go first yeah how they should how they should search the area um and tim was going on about how talia's um to like after him you know like didn't do it right or whatever and he has like you know classic procedures like better than whatever the heck the other guy taught her and yada yada like they're just going back and forth back and forth back and forth over this and so they get to where the noise is coming from and they're still assuming that it's a uh, like a suspect or suspicious yeah. person um talia opens the door tim goes in to um go first and it's not a person it's an animal more specifically a skunk and poor tim gets sprayed like right in the face too i'm yeah. like oh my god how did that not get into his eyes 
well I think he did a little bit because he was like yeah he was kind of like wiping them yeah yeah um yeah and so that's um like it cuts back over to a different scene for people um and then we get back um they've since gone upstairs um animal controllers came to like yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and um they're just like you know like tim's like ready to go or whatever and Tali's like, you're not getting in the shop like that. And he's like, well, what yeah. the hell am I supposed to do? And she's like, oh, now you want my advice? Like, because he didn't listen to her. Yeah. There's about who should, um, who should search first. I don't know why I can't speak. It's like a lot of words, apparently. Um, but so here's her advice. Call a cab. Yeah. Like, that, that's what she says. She walks off. I thought it was interesting how like she had called for backup and he was like why are you calling for backup like this is no big deal and she's like you don't know what's behind that door mm-hmm. and then cut to him getting skunked yeah so. like yeah yeah you should have listened yeah um yeah and so like we said the next time we see Tim um he has returned I wonder how that cab ride went though I don't know because I mean the cab driver had to have been like dude you smell (laughs) yeah Um, yeah so but yeah so he's he's returned um and yeah like Jennifer said everyone was kind of like reacting like holding their hands up to their noses like oh god what is this and of course Lucy's the one which I find it to be hilarious that it's her that is like um did you get like and she's so nice about it too though she's so like polite she's not like she's like trying not to laugh and like you know be I don't know like just you know just trying to be nice about it yeah and yeah he just kind of he doesn't does he roll his eyes and like walk away or he just yeah and walks away I don't know yeah he like rolls his eyes and just like I'm done yeah so he's just not having that either um so for them later in the episode, Tim um, apologizes, saying that he was an ass, and Talia agrees because he was. And it's not really important, but like I don't really care because like their outfits were hot in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> like their off-duty outfits were like. I mean, Tim's outfit. I was like, okay. Talia's leather very- jacket, though. Yeah. I wanted her jacket so bad. Yes. So good. Again, we deserve more of their off-duty outfits i mean we see like a good amount of them anyway but i definitely need more of them and we deserved more of this bishop and bradford partnership like i love (laughs) when angela's in it too and it's like their trio but like just the two of them was chef's kiss yeah um but yeah so he um at this point in the season anyway um talia had gotten the tap for detective and so Tim's, you know, acknowledging that she'd, you know, make a really good detective. Um, she surprisingly says that she's not ready to give up on patrol just yet, even though she got the tap. And Tim's kind of, you know, like listening to her. He kind of has like a little smirk on his face. And she's like, don't tell me I just passed some ridiculous Tim test. And he's like, I won't, but you did. Yeah. Um, so, of course. Um, and so as he like is turning to leave or going to leave um she tosses him something and he kind of looks at it and he's like oh it's tomato juice um because apparently he still really stinks so he um that was talia's like little uh gift to him to get rid of the skunk smell and so that's kind of their truce i suppose yeah for them and so that's the last scene for uh that duo anyway for this i loved how we only really saw the one like call for them and then they argued the entire time but i would have loved to see like their their like full day yeah you know like them on more calls yeah but did we have any other notes for this episode i don't think so it was very like after like all we've done like talking wise i kind of forgot about wesley and angela that sounds so bad but i like I forgot that this was their episode i feel like the show i mean there's a lot of like 
emphasis kind of on Chenford, but they're not even canon yet. They're just like dancing around the subject. I feel like we just don't see a lot of like Wopez and that could just be because Sean's not like a main character or a main like actor. Yeah, I think he was like added to the main cast list for like at least the back half of this third season, but hopefully that'll... I mean, I would, going. I would think that like he would just be added to the yeah. main cast list like with yeah. his character having a baby and getting married mm-hmm. but yeah we also don't see a lot of Angela's home life like yeah I mean we, we see some but not much so yeah. well and I know like someone else was saying um during the rewatch that like the beginning of the season the first season anyway like focused a lot on like nolan and so like it's yeah. expanded out into you know the various relationships and um you know partnerships and whatnot and so i feel like it has a nice balance for yeah. like 95 percent of it yeah so because yeah, everything's know, perfect i know there was a few people during the rewatch and they were like i had to skip past the first season or you know like it took me a while <laughs> to get through it and you know like just because of a few things and I was like you definitely have to make it through the first season like you know you have to give it I mean and that's kind of the case with a lot of shows like you know you have to let it go through season one because that's when they find their footing and then you know season two and onwards is better Mm -hmm. I mean not that season one's not good but no yeah it definitely had like a lot of variety for their first season and obviously some impactful um episodes down the line so yeah um but that's all that we have for this episode you can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts um and you can find us individually on twitter too i'm jay stark 804 and i'm at carrie hyman um and then lastly like make sure you check out rt public store if you want some rookie merch and um we're not really sure what we'll be covering next week um but you know when we kind of have it figured out we'll let twitter know and yeah. you know we'll be back with a new episode next week bye everyone <laughs> bye guys go get them boo